Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Skift Podcast, Skift's weekly conversations on the trend lines shaping global travel. This podcast is sponsored by MasterCard, one of the world's leading technology companies. MasterCard and Skift have recently announced Future Cities, an exploration of how major destinations are preparing for the new age of urban mobility. From connected infrastructure to smart technologies, this upcoming series examines how global cities are creating seamless and personalized experiences for visitors and residents. Learn more about the project at futurecities.skift.com and join the conversation on Twitter using hashtag SkiftFutureCities. I'm Samantha Shankman, and this week I'm joined by Skift co-founder and head of content, Jason Clampett. A hotel used to be measured in stars, but today is better judged by Wi-Fi strength and the ease with which room service can be ordered through an app. Guests expect a seamless tech experience from the moment they walk in a hotel's door, marrying the on-demand reality that exists for everything from ordering a cab to dinner. Smartphones are at the center of this evolution, with hotels and third-party services quickly developing apps and tools that transform personal devices into portals for the hotel experience. With the rapid change of consumer technology, it can be very difficult for any tech initiative to stay relevant for long, leaving hotels in a constant struggle to keep up with consumer demands. To talk about the future of in-room technology, we're speaking with Chris Holdren, Senior Vice President of Starwood Preferred Guest and Digital, and Justin Efron, CEO of on-demand concierge app Alice. Holdren has worked with Starwood for 14 years, overseeing many tech initiatives from the group's first virtual hotel to Keyless Entry. Efron co-founded Alice two and a half years ago. The startup now works with 35 hotel groups, providing a tech platform for guests and staff. Justin, Chris, we're so happy to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us. Today we're talking about in-room technology, and Justin, you're the CEO of Alice. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what Alice does? Yeah, absolutely. So Alice is a mobile engagement platform that allows both guest-to-staff communication as well as staff-to-staff communication. So the view on it is rather than needing different systems to control your guest experience and your staff workflow, you can have it all combined into one. Interesting. And how are hotels using the platform? Where did you see this need for that that wasn't being fulfilled before? Like most companies, it was really uh, born out of personal frustration. Uh, So I was actually traveling with a few friends and really just noticed the same inefficiencies, which is you request something, for instance, a towel, you call downstairs 30 minutes later, the towel is still not there. They have no idea what request you're talking about. So that idea didn't really make sense and we would want to understand why. So we dove into the space, really spent about nine months interviewing and shadowing over 500 managers, GMs, et cetera. And what we realized was a lot of these inefficiencies are stemming from the lack of technology or the fact that there's so many disparate solutions running a hotel. So we figured that that was a pretty good problem to solve. And you have about 35 hotels using the app now. Who have been the first adopters? What kind of hotels are really looking to innovate their technology? Yeah, we've been really fortunate to work with some very leading edge and well-known boutique groups. So typically groups that have anywhere from about five properties to about 50 properties. Uh, so some of the notable ones here in New York are groups like the Gansevoort, which is one of the early adopters and actually helped us continue to refine our product. 
So we very much believe in a partnership mentality and we work with groups like the Gansevoort and the Standard to work through iterations of the solution and make sure that it best fits their needs. And what about customers' um, habits in using the app? How is the app being used by customers? Yeah, it's a great question. On the guest side, it's still continuing to be adopted. You know, mobile is becoming more and more prolific in everything we do. But in hotels, the idea of using your phone to connect with a hotel is still fairly new. So it depends on the property. I mean, the highest used items are typically housekeeping and food and beverage. But because the numbers are still typically around 10 to 15% for most properties in our space, that's really the value of the back end is the ability to track every request, even if it comes in person, over the phone, et cetera. You know, for, for Alice and then for other, um, other apps being used at, you know, larger hotel chains, larger properties, the focus really is on the user first. And as a, as a hotel guest, I get the sense that everything really isn't always for me. How has digital opened the door for this more direct relationship with the guest um, at Chris at, at Starwood and then wanting to know a bit about at, at Alice, what you've experienced? No, it's, it's a great point, Jason. So I think, you know, what's really transformed the guest experience from a technology perspective is mobile. You know, that before mobile really evolved, before we all had iPhones and Android devices, it was very hard for us centrally to interact and enhance the guest experience when one of our guests was in our hotels through a digital channel, like a website is not going to help a guest, um, you know, when they're actually staying with us. And so having mobile um, has really revolutionized what we can do um, and having that being able to directly enhance the guest experience through that technology. Yeah, I would agree. I think that the fact that you have your personal device with you everywhere you travel and that has a lot of information about you, it makes it really easier for a hotel to serve up personal recommendations. They can understand what part of your stay you're in, whether you're actually on the property based on location or you're arriving the next day, and they can use that to really customize your stay. But one but one, one point, additional point I'd make, you know, I think you're right that most of the hotel companies and groups have really started with our guests, you know, and building applications and trying to enhance their experience. But I still think there's tremendous opportunity to enhance the experience of our associates and to help them deliver better guest service. So a great example, you know, last summer, um, we embarked on a project to gather um, unique characteristics of every single individual room in our system. And typically, you know, before the advent of mobile, that would have taken months, you know, to do people carrying around clipboards or lugging a laptop room to room. We built a simple mobile app. And in a six week period, we had over 10 million pieces of information gathered about our rooms that now we have centrally. And so we can more ably monitor that the hotels are doing what we're asking them to do for specific guests. So to make sure that it is about the guests, to help enhance that consistent experience, our SPG members being upgraded to the right rooms. So building mobile applications for our associates is opening up new doors as well to help us enhance the experience that our guests have when they stay with us. You know, a, a lot of the stuff happening is on the back end, and, and, and Justin, you you mentioned that that's been one of the the, the faster the fastest adoption has happened on the on the back end. There, um, what are some of the challenges with user adoption? We still, when I'm at a hotel, 
that has an app in the room or that has a, a tablet in the room, for instance, or I haven't downloaded an app, I still naturally go to the phone, pick it up and look for the little icon to hit the button for the thing I want. How do you induce guests to go with this more efficient system, um, whether it's you know using the SBG app or, or at Alice? I think there's a few different areas to it. You know, the first part is really just this idea of kind of allowing it to be mainstream, right? Like with most things, I mean, if you had thought of calling a cab by using your phone through Uber five years ago, you would have said, why don't I just put my hand up? It's a lot easier. So getting through that notion of actually using your phone to make it easier, not harder to make a request for a lot of people is gonna be what really drives it. As well as the fact that as the younger generations start to travel more and more, these are the groups that are really using their phones for every single thing they do in their lives. So I think that over the next five to 10 years, you know, it's hard to imagine a world where you walk into a hotel and you can't interact with it on your phone. And the last part is just how hard the hotel actually wants to push it. I mean, we have some properties that push it extremely well and they're seeing 35, 40% of their guests using it. We have others where it's more secondary and they're using it more for the efficiencies on the back end, understanding that they want the optionality of the guest side as it moves forward. And for a group like Starwood, they have a great advantage, which is you can use one central application for all of their properties. You know, it's very hard to convince somebody to download an app for a boutique property that they're staying at for three days and they don't know the next time they're gonna be back. So that also plays a lot into why we offer our platform approach where people can jump onto Alice, it'll still be customized for the hotel, but they can have one app that they can rotate through each property. Yeah, and that's exactly right. I think there is, you know, that's where SPG does help us and some of the other large hotel companies that have loyalty programs because you need to have that overall relationship to give people enough reason to actually download an app. There's a friction involved to downloading an app. I don't want 30 different individual hotel apps on my phone, and I don't think anyone really wants that. But by having that loyal relationship, it gives us the platform to encourage members to download the app, and then that becomes their one-stop shop for everything they need um, regarding Starwood. And there is the... The challenge is for that infrequent guest, that one-time stayer, to get them to adopt this technology and, and to start using it. That is a, a tougher challenge. And I think the second part of it is really how to make it more powerful for the user. If you know you can go onto the application and not only make a request, but also use that to communicate and talk to the concierge and say, hey, I'm downtown and it's raining, what's their good activities to do? The things that would usually create more effort, right? If they look up the number, call, get redirected, it's easier to just chat or text. So as the capabilities of these solutions coupled with the backend capabilities allowing the staff to be mobile, I think as those grow together, it enhances the experience. Yeah, and, and for us, it's, it adds some fun, right? So when we're enabling room service across our hotels through our app, we add secret menu items that are only available if you use the app, you know, and so that you can't get if you call down and request room service. And our chefs love that. You know, it's a challenge. They get to experiment, create their favorite dish, you know, and have it available through the app. So you can get really creative and, and try and find ways to, to encourage adoption. Something I'm curious about is um, how you approach technology depending on the different brand at Starwood. Uh, if you have a more luxury brand, are you gonna provide a different experience for somebody maybe at more of one of your lifestyle brands? You know, it's a, it's a great question, Sam. I think, you know, 
to date, we focus primarily on the members. So our SPG members travel across our 10 hotel brands. And so we want to provide that consistent experience through our app. As we go forward, I mean, there are specific initiatives like SPG Keyless, where we started with our truly tech forward brands like W and Aloft in particular, um, to bring that to life and let guests check in um, and open their door using just their Apple Watch or their phone. Um, you know, I think we'll see more divergence going forward um, as we focus on perhaps something different at St. Regis. But but right now, it's really more about the guest um, than it is about the the brand. I was thinking a lot about design and how, with all of us using our smartphones or our laptops, there's such a there's no longer a need for you know there's a need for less technology in the room. You have to provide less. How does that kind of impact the design of the room? You know, I think as we've moved, as people do expect all the connections from their own devices. So to be able to throw content up on the TVs, to be able to watch all their favorite movies and TV shows, the things that they've downloaded, you know, it, it becomes a challenge. So the technology requirements, they may not be right in your face, like in, in the hotel room, but what's required to let people connect their devices is actually some pretty complex technology, especially as you look globally, you know, as we're in 100 countries and standards do differ around the world. And as you look at Android, iOS, other platforms, um, and there, it's not always easy to find that cross compatible solution to really make that easy for our guests. Can you talk a bit about um Justin, first about uh, adoption rate and what you've learned from the users. Um, you know, what are the demographics like? Are you seeing, you know, faster uptake with, you know, younger users or, you know, is that a nonsense myth and it's really the <laughs> hardcore business travelers in their 50s who are doing it? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. We, of course, when we first started, thought that naturally the group that would be more inclined to use this would be the younger generation what we've seen is number one it really again it depends on the hotel and, and what their typical demographic is but more importantly de depends on the use cases so in one of our properties uh, we allow people to order directly to their pool and beach chair so you can go on your phone sitting on your chair order and not have to wait for a waiter we see people from ages you know 15 all the way up to 75 using it just because of the ease of being able to do that without having to find somebody um, then we have other properties that have a much younger demographic and it's a similar in terms of percentage usage, just different use case. I think it really varies. Most of our properties, uh, they tend to be more towards the leisure travel than the business. So we're seeing a lot of families come in. So even if the parents aren't using it, the kids are. So there's somebody from that group that's using it. Um, but I think again, as you know, people continue to get more and more used to this idea for business travelers, especially, it makes so much sense because they're you know, coming in and out, potentially going to a bunch of meetings back to back. They want to just get what they need and not have to speak with somebody. Um, so we think that that will continue to trend up. And, and Chris, are the differences at Starwood more aligned with properties and the demographics tied to the properties? Or are you seeing uh, commonality kind of across the user base? Yeah, I mean, we see broad usage across all demographics. So again, it's tied to SPG and uh, you know, to our membership. 70% of our elite SPG members around the world use our app, um, you know, at, on a regular basis. So we are seeing that adoption there and they, you know, span all ages and all incomes and, and just are passionate about travel and, and have come to count on it. I mean, I think it's more of a 
myth just because, you know, my mother is in her 80s and she's on her iPad 12 hours a day. You know, she actually has two because she drains the battery down so fast. So, and she just swaps between them. So, you know, if, if she can do it, I think anyone can do it. And our, our goal is to make it easy for everyone. What about um, the ROI on this technology? When you're implementing new technology at Starwood or just when you're talking to your hotel customers um, at Alice, are you finding that this new technology is increasing sales? People are more likely to, let's say, order room service or entertainment or service offered by the hotel? Or is the tech cost of the technology kind of counterbalancing the increase in spend? Yeah, so I think that from our perspective, um, we look at it in two ways. There's some hotels who are really going all out and they're doing things like room controls for lights and TV and shades and air conditioning. Because the costs for those are still pretty prohibitive, it's hard to make an ROI on that, at least in the short term. When you're talking about just simply giving a guest solution where you can interact with the property, then you're not necessarily seeing increased sales, but what you're seeing is more efficiency on the back end. So again, because we're allowing the hotel to track everything through one system, regardless of how many guests are using it, they're seeing that ROI. And that's really where we saw a lack in the industry was a lot of people were spending several thousand dollars to build an application. And it was really hard to prove, okay, well, we're getting 10% more sales from F and B. So I think it's not enough just to have one side of it. I think you really need both, but because of that, you're able to show an ROI. And there's, it's a real mix of art and science, right? There is no, some of the initiatives, it's very difficult to come up with a compelling ROI for, but you just know they're the right thing to do and you make a bet. But I think you have to, you know, at Starwood, at least we focus on, is this going to mean, uh, give a meaningful benefit to our guests? Is it going to dramatically enhance the experience they have? You know, we don't want to do things that are gimmicks. We don't want to do things just for PR, for example. We're really focused on that core guest experience and to try and bring that to life. And I think the risk is, you know, or, or the fear that comes into it is, are because they are huge capital investments. You're talking, you know, with SPG Keyless, again, 150 hotels in 30 countries, 30,000 door locks, that's a capital investment that has to be made. And so is the technology platform that you're investing in going to stick around for five or seven years, or is it going to go away? Is um, some great company develops a whole new platform. And, and even when we were looking at Keyless is, you know, we started five years ago, really, and started enhancing it through a RFID enabled SPG member card. And we were waiting till we felt comfortable placing a bet. And I think the risk is you can wait too long and then not move forward and fall out of line with the expectations of our guests today. We bring up a point about how quickly technology is changing and at what point does for hotels do you ever get a chance to catch up i mean with consumer technology changing so often i'm sure there there's another iphone coming out i think in the fall and how as a hotel can you keep up with the changes i i think that's what keeps it exciting right that there's always there's more mountain to climb um and more things that we can do every new device generation every new platform enhancement opens a door to great new experiences we can provide. So we get really excited about it, but it does take continued focus, continued investment. Um, you know, once you start on a platform, you know, if you, if you look at mobile, for example, to your point, you know, a website you build and you can change the colors, change the look and feel every three years, every four years. It's not like browsers are going out of, you know, or 
the, the website's going to go out of date, really. But on a mobile app, when iOS 9 comes out this year, we'll have to do a new iOS 9 app. And when the latest version of Android comes out later this year, we'll have to have a new Android app. You know, it's you do get locked into that same pace that Apple, Google, and others are are setting. And I think what you just hit on is actually why there are so many companies sprouting out out to really solve this and why some of the bigger brands are considering doing partnerships and not necessarily building it all in-house. Because if you think about the need and resources to keep up with everything, exactly as you said, iOS 9 comes, you need to do a redesign. Well, what if you just released iOS 8 a year ago? So when you're working with companies that are a little bit smaller and more nimble and can actually know everything coming out beforehand, make sure that they're adapted to it and move a bit quicker, it makes it easier to keep up with that technology change. So that's kind of how we look at ourselves when we partner with our hotels. We say, you don't have to worry about keeping up with the changing times, we'll do that for you. When we did a series of interviews with hotel CEOs last fall, a common theme was high tech, high touch. Um, we want to deepen the relationship with our guests. We also want better technology. Can you talk a bit about how technology is allowing hotels to deepen their relationship with guests, especially in loyalty, uh, but also you know, even for properties that don't have loyalty programs? How does that make that experience richer? I think there are numerous ways that it can. So A, by reducing friction in the experience and, and helping us be able to deliver a consistent experience. But uh, I'll give you an example, and this may seem small, but when we first launched our, our new app in 2012, we really focused on personalizing as much of the information and the experience based on what the relationship that we had with that specific guest. And mobile devices give us a lot more information as well. So an example would be if you're traveling to Italy and you need to change your flight. You know, today, if you go to an airline website, you're scrolling down the list, which phone number, wait, what country am I in? Wait, I'm a, I'm a elite member, so what's the right number to call? And that, that's frustrating. You know, it can, take, it can take a while to find the right number to call to get help. You know, what we, just through the advent of mobile from the phone, we know where you are. We know because we have that relationship, we know um, who you are. And so we give you the one number when you go to contact us in our app that's right for you wherever you are in the world. Our giving local um, directions to the hotel in local language. So if you're in China and you get in a taxi and the taxi driver does may not speak English well, you can show him the address of the hotel in Chinese right from our apps to help you get to where, where you're going. So just even those little things, loyalty is built on a series of small steps, you know, little moments, magic moments where you create it over time. And that's what technology is letting us do, reducing that friction, creating more of those moments that really make our members' lives easier. And, and, and very similarly from our perspective, it's the, it's the things you can do to, to make this stay that much more enjoyable. Um, so I think there's two elements for us on this. The first is, aside from local information, it's just simply connectivity, right? When, again, when you're in your everyday life and you're in your hometown, you have everything you need from your phone, being able to transfer that to your hotel, when you can match your hotel stay with your homestay, that's really when you win. Uh, and the second part is things like language. So we recently released the ability to have everything in any language you're looking for. So a guest can speak to a staff member, the guest can speak English, a staff member can speak Spanish, who can speak to another staff member in Russian who can come back to the guest in English. All of that's done in real time. 
So it's a project we spent about a year developing and we've seen some really powerful results because now no matter where you are in the world, you always feel at home and that really enhances your stay and is something that I think uh, guests really look for. Yeah, and I really love the example you gave earlier too, which was, you know, one of the big pain points in a resort experience today is you're out by the pool, you want to have another drink, you want to keep the good times going, you have to get up and go find someone to place the order or flag down someone who's running by, then wait. But now with mobile, you know, to be able to order that drink right from your phone when you're sitting at the pool with your loved ones, have that go right into the hotel systems and someone come up and through beacon technology or other technology, know exactly where you're sitting and bring you that drink that creates a magic moment, you know, and it takes out a lot of frustration. You know, with anything tech related, I think we always tend to think about the optimal, you know, when, when the Wi-Fi is working, <laughs> when you have a connection, can you talk a bit about, you know, the, the hurdles that get between the guests and actually using the technology, implementing better Wi-Fi across properties in, in 100 markets or making sure that you can still get that Wi-Fi connection when you're in the lounge chair by the, by the pool? No, I mean, it's, it's a challenge, right? I mean, hotels, even if you look across Starwood system, we have hotels that were built in the 1400s, you know, that are in there. And so we've, we've been working to, to ensure great connectivity no matter where you are. But you're also talking about, um, you know, again, 100 countries around the world, boxes that are, are buildings that are massive concrete structures where it's hard to make sure that there aren't any dead zones. And a big area of focus for us actually is the heart of the house, like where the associate areas, um, because those typically have not had the same level of connectivity that our guest areas have. So if you're building new technology for your associates to help you know, deliver this experience, but then they can't get connectivity on the devices you're giving them when they're in their break room, that's a big, big issue. Yeah, I think that you now the reality is is technology is good as its surroundings. So to some extent, it, it, you know, as Wi-Fi continues to get more and more powerful, of course that will help. But in the meantime, you do things to try to optimize the solutions. So on the guest side, if somebody places a request and they're not online, that request will go through the minute that they go online. And same thing on the employee side, that request will come through the minute that they go online. So if they're walking in and out of dead zones, there's never too long of a delay. Um, but the reality is is that there's still things that aren't perfect and that will continue to improve over time. What are hotel staff's reactions to the um, increase in technology? We're talking a lot about, you know, how the guest is using it and how it's improving their experience, but uh, so much of that is the back end too. Is it the staff is eager to adapt the new technology? It's making their jobs easier or is it kind of a, a challenge to introduce this new technology? Yeah, for us, I think that's actually what's been most exciting. Uh, when we go to a property and we show them the solution they're going to be using on the staff side, the responses are always positively overwhelming. And I think the reason for that is from day one, our focus has always been the experience can't just be about the guest because if the staff doesn't use the solution, it'll be back of mind. And if it's back of mind, it'll never get pushed to the guest. So we've built the staff side in a way where it's really easy to use. You can train a staff member in under five minutes. We have online training to support any questions you may have. And we've made it really simple for you to do your job better. So we've actually had staff members email us and say, you guys made my lives easier. We used to hate the noise of radio. Now our radios are gone. We don't have to listen to the jabber back and forth. Um, so I think thinking about the staff as an important part of the equation and making sure it's 
works for them in the way that they need is really important. So that's really what we spent a lot of our focus on as well. And I, I completely agree with that, but it does create um, challenges at times. So, I mean, training is really important, but the, the main area I think that where challenges can arise is it really evens the playing field in a way. So if you're checking into one of our hotels and you ask for a corner room and the hotel says, I'm sorry, we, we don't have a corner room available. Now guests can pull up in our app and they're pulling up the availability for that day. And they're saying, actually, right here, you do have a corner room, so give me this room. And so we're putting so much information in the hands of our guests, which is the right thing to do, um, that then they can access right when they're dealing with the staff. And so that training and making sure that there is consistent delivery and, and um, you know, great service is even more important than, than it's been in the past. Yeah, that reminds me of a terrible few hours I spent at a Phoenix <laughs> airport uh, last year. And the flight was late and the poor gate agent for US Airways um, was telling everybody, you have better information on your apps than I have from my terminal. Um, what's the challenge of making sure that, as you said, there is a level playing field between hotel staff and the guests that are using the latest consumer-facing technology that you guys have? You know, I think, I, honestly, Jason, I think, and this shows the need for more investment, right? The We have focused so much on making um, the apps we build, for example, for our guests very easy to use, very intuitive, you know, with clear displays of information and everything they need. There's room for us to continue to invest in making sure our associate tools have that same focus, that they're easy. Because hotels are complex, um, as you well know, and some of the tools we still use are complex. And so sometimes it's just easier for a guest using one of our apps to see that information than it is in the tool that one of our associates is actually using. Yeah, and, and just to piggyback on that, I think, again, it all comes back to this idea of one connected system. The hotel world has lived for the past you know, 100 years in a way where there's a solution for every single department and they're siloed off. And it makes it really hard to have information transparency flow across every department and therefore your property. So the more you can get your staff working on one solution, the more information can pass through and the easier it is for everybody to stay up to speed. Where do you see, how's the guest experience gonna be with technology in 10 years from now, in five years even? You know, I'm, I'm an optimist, so I see a great future ahead. I have rose-colored glasses. I think it's going to mean more personalized, a more personalized day experience no matter where you are in the world, really tailored to your needs. If you like the room cold, the room will be cold when you arrive. Um, your favorite TV shows will be available. You know, everything, it will feel like truly like home um, based on the relationship that you have with the hotel and the company to, to be able to provide that. So I think we're just going to see, I think we're approaching another true golden age of travel that's empowered by all the technology changes that are coming. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, I think that uh, by nature, I kind of have to be an optimist in this area. And you know, the way that we look at it is the ideal experience in five years from now is you go onto an application, you book your hotel room, you're arriving to that hotel and three days from now, they send you a message saying, can we have a car waiting for you at the airport? You say, yes, the car is waiting for you at the airport. You get to the hotel, don't need to check in, walk in, your key is on your phone and you can interact with everything directly from your app, check out, can fill out a survey and book your next stay. When that becomes a reality, when you can do everything through one solution and you don't need to kind of take a bunch of things and put it into one, 
I think that that really is the ultimate travel experience. It makes it more personalized. And again, it makes you feel like you're at home. We're almost there at Starwood today with that vision <laughs> that he just said. No, um, you know, and, and it is the things, it's the little things again, the recognition when you walk up to any associate and they say, hi, Sam, you know, how's your room? And without you saying anything through location sensing technology and arming our associates with that, I mean, that's going to be a magical experience when you when you stay with us at one of our hotels. Does it ever become creepy? Well, I think there's a danger of it feeling creepy. And so you have to have the right checks and balances and make sure that, you know, everything is opt in, that it's done, you know, that everything is fully transparent and that we're upfront with what we're doing. And, but I think the, the main guardrail against it being creepy is if we're, if we stay focused on really trying to materially benefit our guests and enhance the experience, where it gets creepy is if it is gimmicky, if it's all about pushing offers and promotions, if it's if it's about recognition and tailoring it to your stay, I think people will embrace it. Yeah, thank you for your time today, um, Chris and, and Justin. It was great. I want to go stay in a hotel right now. Uh, no, <laughs> thank thanks you so for much. having us. Yeah, that was great. Thank you guys. Um,